Hi there, it's Tanya Stokes and welcome to Anchor. It's been a minute since I've uh, been here chatting with you. Uh, It's a Wednesday. Uh, We are knee deep in this self-quarantine thing and um, I had a little break so I thought I would just pick up my phone and chat with you for a little bit. So how are you doing? Seriously, how are you doing? Um, I've been staying busy um, and uh, I've been trying a lot of new stuff. You know, the interesting thing about this quarantine is it, it you are forced to kind of sit back and do a self-check, which I try to do that um, often, but uh, I, I call it to do a self a checkup from the neck up. Um, but man, this quarantine has pretty much put everything on the table. I'm talking friendships, relationships, finances, um, careers. You know, it, it really forces you to take a deeper look at all those things. Um, I've never really had a problem with friendships. Uh, I mean, because it is what it is, I try to accept people as they are, you know. Uh, It's just too much work to try and change people. Uh, We had a conversation um, a few months ago at work, and me and a client were battling just, you know, in, in good fun. But there's always a debate. It's always a political debate or just a, a debate about something that's personal to someone. But I don't know why we try to make, we try to impose our feelings and um, situations on other people. And we were having this battle about, um, it was it was a political battle. And I remember saying to the young lady, I said, gosh, we go through this all the time. And she says, yeah, I told my husband, like this time I am not gonna talk politics with Tanya. And I mean, she was with me for about an hour and a half. And I think it was the last 15 minutes of her visit some type of political conversation came up and before we knew it we were knee deep in that conversation and she was like ah I told my husband I wasn't gonna do it I said you know here's the thing you and I are basically saying the same thing and you and I are pretty much on the same team the problem however is that you want me to think and feel and understand, you know, everything that you think and feel. And some of the things that you say, I'm just not okay with, you know? Um, And it has nothing to do with with, uh, race or the way we were raised or anything like that. It's just Sometimes the way not only you, but other people say things, I am just not okay with it. So even though you and I could be on the same team politically, I just don't agree with the way or the disrespect 
that people tend to have um, for not just our leaders, but for anyone that does not think and act the way that we do. I said, so once you open up and you start to accept me for who I am and the way that I am, we won't have these lengthy debates. But what I'm never going to let you or anyone else do is tell me how to think and how to feel. You could bring your information, you know, put put all of it on the table and let me, as they say, Um, eat the meat and spit out the bones but it's my choice and until we start accepting people for the way that they are and who that they are then we'll stop the constant battles and I I noticed that not just you know with this young lady but with other people Um, just recently recently like within the last couple days had a conversation with another friend and this was this had everything to do with the coronavirus and he was saying one thing about the virus and um had nothing no proof nothing to back it up and i was saying something else but i had proof you know and uh i said look we're both right and he was like no we're not right because da 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 We can't both be right. I said, yes, we can. And once again, this is the problem. You feel as if you're right, and I feel as though I'm right, and we're both right. Because you have a right to feel the way that you do, and I have a right to feel the way that I do. Now, I'm not saying your feelings are wrong, but you're saying that my feelings are wrong. And that's why you are always so angry when we have these conversations. And I tend to say stuff like, hey, look, you know, we're not going to go anywhere with this. So, you know, let's just table this or let's just agree that we disagree. And for some reason, that starts another fire with people like, you always say that, agree to disagree. What is that exactly? And it means just that. You're right and I'm right. Okay, let's agree. (laughs) that we both feel as if we're right or let's disagree about one one another's points. But either way it goes, I'm going to walk away from this conversation and leave you feeling the way that you do. And I had to check Tanya. I had to check Tanya because I'm like, gosh, I'm... I I do show up with a big personality. I, I show up with a big personality. But I don't really care that not uh, that much about I hate to say it but I don't really care that much I'll just put it there I don't really care that much to sit and have this lengthy debate with someone that just really doesn't add any real value to my life I'd rather just walk away and you walk away with your point I walk away with my point um and let the chips fall where they may. So I had to really do some um, soul searching about some of the people that I'm around because I like a nice, healthy debate, you know? <laughs> like, 
Me and my friends or my tribe, we're so different in many ways. I mean, um, our um, educational background, um, our religious background, I mean, just just our uprearing period, the way we were raised is just so different. You know, some are tall, some are short, some are different races, some are big, some are thin, you know, the whole nine. But we're all friends and we know what one another brings to the table. And like the true friends are never... You know, and when I say true friends, I mean people who accept you as you are and not necessarily are trying to change you because you do you do meet these people that have this manipulating spirit like, oh, I'm going to hang out with this person for a minute. But the goal is to change you, to get you to think the way that they do and act the way that they do and have some of the same prejudices that you do. And that drives me nuts because I can spot a manipulating spirit. I mean, I've always had that that discerning spirit where I could tell when, when somebody, their energy is just not right. So during this quarantine, where you, you are forced to do the, the checkup from the neck up, if you will, you start not missing people. You start, like, there's just some people I don't miss. There's some people I'm okay with not seeing. There's some people I'm okay with not speaking to. You know what I mean? And then there's some people I'm like, oh my God. We've got to do a a Skype chat or we've got to have happy hour over Zoom or, you know what I mean? Um, And then when you look at um, business and just the way you operate your business and like the way we operated our business um, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, cannot be the way that we operate our business going forward. Um, because clearly, I sell a luxury. I'm in the hair in the beauty industry. It's a luxury. It's not a necessity, or it's not essential. <laughs> Even though we are, for many of our clients, you know, like the clients are amazing. Um, I'm just so blown away by by some of my clients and, and how they've been reaching out and the way that they've been reaching out. Um, a lot of times I don't even pick up my phone because, you know, I'm so busy trying to stay busy, <laughs> you know, like rearranging stuff and redecorating and cooking different meals and playing on YouTube. You know, just trying to figure out this whole YouTube thing and monetizing and how to, you know, produce a, a good video. And every now and then I will pick my mm-hmm. phone up and I have money. <laughs> And I'm like, what is this money for? Like, it got to the point where I was like, look, you really don't have to do this. I'd certainly appreciate it. And I appreciate you. And I will be back at work. And you do have a spot. (laughs) But you really don't have to do this. But it was just from clients saying, I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you. And I appreciate you you know, in this season that we're in. I thought that was amazing. Um, But, you know, all is well, but getting back to business, like we cannot continue to do business the way 
that we have been doing it. I, I was talking with a client through text um, before I started uh, this podcast just a minute ago. And I was telling her, you know, I was like, yeah, girl, you know, I shaved my head and, um, you know, cause we were catching up and I always run some of my videos and stuff past her and, uh, vice versa. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she was like, what? You shaved your head? No way. So we were talking about that and she was telling me about the video and how she thought it was good content and just that and the other. And she was like, but let's go back to the hair. Like you shaved it. And I was like, yeah, I shaved it. I said, the crazy thing is, first of all, I don't have any products at home to do my hair. And I wear my hair really short anyway. So if it's natural and short, even if I have extensions in, it's just like, it's still short. (laughs) I do it because maybe I'm having a long month and I I know I'm not going to have time to really sit there and curl every piece. I'll just throw some tracks in it and just kind of run my fingers through it. But this time I was like, screw this. So the only thing I had here were some clippers. So I took the clippers out, shaved my head. It's not the first time I've done it. I do it often, actually, um, like at least once a year. um, Because I never let my hair grow longer than maybe four or five inches. So cutting it all off is not that big a deal. So we started um, making fun of the fact that I shaved my head. And I was like, hey, you know, the hair does not make the woman... But um, she was telling me that, um, like, she was like, yeah, you know, when you guys open up, I, you know, I'm going to be the first one in the chair. And I was like, you know, it's crazy because I'm like, there are just some people that you just miss, period. And she's one of those people. But another thing is a lot of times we... We're so busy, like just coming and going in the hair industry and we stop, we don't stop to look at how what we do impact other lives or, and it's not just about the skill, it's about the relationship, you know, the relationship that you have with your customers um, are very important. And I just, I'm thankful for that and so we we did all the mushy stuff and then I was like she says hey are you gonna make hair videos I said the funny thing is I don't have anything here to make a hair video I don't I don't have any products (laughs) like I have nothing here to say okay guys let me show you the proper way to curl your hair you know or mold your hair I don't have anything I mean I can do it with well, before I shaved my head, I could just do it with a clean head. But then I don't—I didn't have shampoo and conditioners and stuff like that because I do everything at the salon. So that was interesting. So again, it really makes you stop and take a look at everything. Uh, you, you look at friendships and relationships and uh, business and finances. Like, are you saving enough money? Are you putting enough money aside for a rainy day? Because let me tell you, It's a rainy day, okay? (laughs) You know, um, I was watching, um, I can't remember the guy's name. His name, is it Pena, Dan, P-E-N-A? I can't remember, but he's a different type of guy uh, to listen to. He, his mouth is, is really out there, but 
he has a huge following. He's a billionaire. People love him. Um, all of his strategies and, and things like that, they all work. I've met um, one young man who is a big fan and has gone to the castle and has done all these wonderful things. But, you know, I watched a video, um, which was tough for me because he cusses so much. But uh, again, I like to eat the meat and spit out the bone. You know what I mean? And in, in that case, his language was the bones that, you know. So he said, Whatever you had stored up for the rainy day, that special bottle of wine or that expensive liquor that you were saving for, you know, that special time, the money and all this other stuff that you were, you know, putting away for a rainy day. Yeah, you can go ahead and start taking those things out because this economy is only going to get worse. And I watched a video a few weeks ago and he almost everything he said is starting to unfold it's starting to come into fruition it's, it's crazy he was like it's gonna get worse you know I, I mean I know you feel comfortable right now you're just being self-quarantined but you know this is gonna happen and that's gonna happen and the more I watched the news I was like oh my god so the way we handle our finances like all of that stuff has got to change so what I've been doing is I've been you know online like going through my bank statements and comparing credit cards and receipts and I saw where I blew a lot of money as a matter of fact there were a lot of things that I was like hey I don't remember signing up for that and I want to discontinue it right now. And I didn't say it like, let's discontinue it and I want my money back. But for some reason, these companies gave me my money back. Like I discovered three companies that I was making monthly payments to and it wasn't a lot of money, but it was still my money that Either I wasn't aware that that was happening. In, in my book, I think it was something where they said, try it for 30 days. And if you don't like it, you can cancel. And I probably forgot to cancel. There was three different companies. I was just like, I don't remember signing up for this. I want to cancel it today. And when I looked at my bank account for the past couple of months, they were funded. They were funded every dime that they took out of my account for the past few months. So... I mean, it just, it makes you stop and look at a lot of stuff. Because think about it, all you have is time, right? So all I had was time to, you know, comb through every bank statement, which I hardly ever do, and comb through every credit card statement, you know, and look at those investments and look at how much money you've lost in the stock market <laughs> over the past couple of weeks. This is crazy. And I haven't been to work since March 11th. So if you can imagine just sitting home from March 11th till now, I mean, of course, I'm not just in the house. I'm constantly in and out. I have a dog, so I have to walk him. And, you know, for my mental health, we <laughs> I have to run and, you know, I have neighbors. So occasionally we'll do the social distancing um, run or walk or whatever but um, other than that when it's just you and the world is still 
you do a lot of reflecting. And if you aren't doing it, listen, I advise you to give it a try. It may piss you off, because when I looked at some of the money that I wasted, lost, will probably never, will will never come back, not from that thing. But, um, and then it helps you come up with a better plan. So it helps you really put things into perspective. Like some of the friends that you don't miss, you don't miss them because they did not add value to your life. And if they're not adding value to your life, then who cares? Not that you don't care about them as humans, but I'm giving you too much of my valuable time. You know, so it it helps you take a good long look at some of your friendships and some of your relationships, some of the relationships where you thought were, were pretty decent, but then you realize, you know what? Every time there's a crisis, even though the world is having a crisis right now, but every time there's a crisis with you, that particular person or those particular people are not there. You don't really need them financially or this is a self-quarantine, so you don't really, you can't have them physically, but just for moral and emotional support, you start to think every time there's a crisis, this person is MIA or those people are MIA. What type of friendship or what type of relationship is this? Right? So then you have to start looking at work and how you, you have to do things differently. You have to maybe broaden your service menu or, I mean, take a a good long look at what you do. I'm in the business of service. Maybe I need to have a product that I could still sell to my clients that will still generate income. You know, um, it's a whole gamut of things that you should take into consideration. And let me leave you with this because this is going a lot longer than I intended. If nothing else, figure out who you are and know your worth. Know what you bring to the table. You, you have got to know your worth. I have a certain type of client that I go after. Not that I wait to come, but I, like I do, like people just come because they were referred or they saw something on Google or Instagram or something like that. But there's a certain type of client that I actually go after. And it is that uh, young, uh, vivacious, uh, mature (laughs) corporate woman. I accept all clientele, but that's the person that I seek. Or it's that young, hip, young adult who is driven to succeed, that is always going somewhere, that's always preparing for a meeting or always working on a project or always trying something different, who cares about her mental and her physical well-being. Those are the people that I seek. And the thing is, Other people that I haven't reached yet are drawn to me for that reason because that is who I am. 
I am that outgoing. (laughs) I am that outgoing person who always has another idea, who is not afraid to try things. And I used to be in corporate America. So it's, it's, it's just a no brainer for the type of people that, that I look for and the type of people that are drawn to me. So when you sit down in this self quarantine and you're by yourself and you're like, you know what? Somehow some people, friends, clients, um, relationships, bad investments, um, unnecessary spending, somehow something, somehow they slipped through the cracks. So now I am forced to fix it because I know what I want and I know who I am and I know my value, I know my worth. And I only want to spend time with people who are adding value to my life. So iron sharpens iron. The more you pour into me, the more I pour into you and we become better people. So I took 20 something minutes to tell you that. (laughs) I took 20 something minutes to tell you that. So just constantly improve yourself and pour into to people to make them, hopefully to make them better. Don't try to change them because some people are not ready for what you have to offer. I know that. I've met people and I wasn't ready for what they had to offer. You know what I mean? Because everything happens in due time. And just remember that life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And you're probably not in a place, if you don't understand that, you're not in a place to where that resonates with you right now. But in due time, you'll get it. Okay, this has gone on longer than I intended. So I got to get out of here and um, take care of my mental and my physical well-being. And um, hopefully we'll chat again in the very near future. But until then, I want you to take care of yourself and know that you are worthy and you're valuable. And if anybody brings you any crap or try to crap on you, I want you to take that crap and make it fertilizer and grow. That's it for now. I'm Tanya Stokes, and thank you for joining me for the conversation with Tanya. We'll talk again soon. Bye. Wash your hands.